This epi of Coffee Sips Tea was brought to you by Instacart. Gear up for all of your graduation needs using Instacart to send flowers or gifts to any of your loved ones. You will receive delivery in as fast as one hour. Also, free delivery on orders of $10 or more. Thanks, Instacart. And now back to the show. Welcome to Coffee Sips Tea, where we talk about everything faith-based, and we sip and spill everything with our lovely lattes. So welcome, welcome to the show. We have a new lovely guest. His name is Bruce Worsniak. Did I get it? Yay! Welcome, welcome. (laughs) Okay, so we had some tech issues, so thank you for sticking around through the tech difficulties, and just tell us a little bit of who you are and uh, what you're about right now. Well, I am a podcaster myself, just like you, mm-hmm. and I host a weekly podcast called Catholic Sports Radio, and that is something that I started in February of 2019, mm-hmm. and it's actually a show that despite what the name of it is, you don't have to be Catholic and you don't even have to be into sports to get something out of it because the conversations that I'm having every week with the guest are just so impactful and they're really sharing some powerful testimony that I know is touching people. And so regardless of what your faith is and whether you're big into sports or not into sports at all, it really gets to the root of what their message is, what their story is. Uh, what the witness that they're sharing that it's just it's really a joy to sit and listen as the host and so I know that the audience gets a lot out of it too right right that's true like all fates are definitely welcome to this conversation and that's really awesome to combine sports with Christianity and being a Christ follower and so how did that idea come about to start this podcast of yours yeah I'm glad you asked that and Uh just to clarify this is not even though it's called Catholic sports radio I don't report scores I don't talk about wins and losses or statistics so I'm actually interviewing guests who are Catholics in sports Uh but I'm interviewing them about the intersection of their faith life and their sports life. Right. And the way that I got this idea was I have always been Catholic my whole life, and I Mm -hmm. have pretty much my entire professional career worked in, you might as well say, professional sports. I also worked in the Olympic movement for 10 and a half years. Mm -hmm. So I really kind of combined the two things that have been such a huge part of my life with podcasting, which I have a separate podcast that I've actually been doing for even much longer than Catholic Sports Radio. The other one I've been doing for more than eight years now. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I just kind of looked at those things that I just mentioned, as well as all this equipment that I have. And, you know, in church, we always hear about if you can't give financially to the church, then give with your time and talent. And so I just thought, well, you know, I, I know I can probably carve time out of my schedule for this, and I certainly have the experience as a podcaster. Right. And like I said, I have all this experience as a Catholic and from working in sports to draw from. 
that I knew that I could make a show out of it. Oh, I'm loving how you said that because we always think about tithes and offerings. So that's good that you're also going beyond that by giving of your time and your talent. Oh, that's awesome. I love how you said that. Okay, so <laughs> what do you... And that's interesting too to talk about athletes and their connection to their faith. So what do you think is like the most challenging part of being an athlete who is also a Christ follower? You know, you asked that question right at a time when I just interviewed the other day a Mm -hmm. current Major League Baseball pitcher. And I sort of asked him that question. The way that I worded it was, you're probably really excited when you have teammates who are also very devout Christians and you probably bond really well with them. But Mm -hmm. what happens with the other guys in the clubhouse? Because those guys don't really want to hang around guys who are talking about their faith. So I said, Mm. do you kind of go your separate ways and the Christians go to one side and the people that don't want to talk about faith go somewhere else? Or do you start a conversation to see if their heart is open? And so he liked the question, and he said, you know, obviously we all know how it is regardless of whether you're an athlete or whether you're, I'm just making this up now, but say a banker, for example. You know, you can't just walk up to someone and just start throwing faith in their face because people aren't always comfortable with that. So he said, you know, he said we do kind of choose to lead by example, Uh um, you know, because that's kind of what we're called to do is is to live out the gospel. Mm -hmm. Um, But he said at the same time, you know, our actions are what will draw those teammates over to us who do want to ask questions and who might have a little bit of an interest. So I think that's good because, you know, really taking a step back, one of the reasons that I do Catholic sports radio is, Mm -hmm. and, and there are multiple reasons why I do it. But, you know, I think for young people, they look up at athletes and they say, like, this is what I want to do. And that's okay But at the same time, they have to understand that you're not going to do sports for your whole life. And your whole life should not be that you are an athlete. You shouldn't be defined by being an athlete. Because even if you do get to the pros, Mm -hmm. you you might be fortunate enough to have a career where you're playing, let's say, you know, into your age 30s. And then that's it. But, you know, you're going to have your faith for your whole life. And so I want parents who are listening to pass that along to their kids or if their kids are listening with them and their kids are understanding the the messages that the guests are sharing I want them to understand that sports are great and there's a lot of wonderful benefits to playing sports you know Mm -hmm. such as teamwork such as physical fitness such as good sportsmanship but we worship God and God alone we don't worship sport Mm. so it's just going beyond idolizing sports making the center of your life because this is really just a temporary part of your existence here on this earth but your salvation is eternal yeah yeah amen i love that and so you know i think it is very helpful that the show is not about me it's about the guests and the impact they're making on the audience so i think obviously this goes for adults as well, not just for Mm. kids, but I think when we put athletes up on such a pedestal because Mm. of what they do as a competitor, and then all of a sudden you hear them come on Catholic Sports Radio and all they want to do is talk about their faith. 
right. I think it kind of opens your eyes up to go, oh, these are real people. Like sports isn't everything to them. They're really grateful for their career and they're really blessed to be where they are. Yes. But wow, listen to how on fire for their faith this guy or this gal are that's talking to Bruce about so much having to do with being in their faith life as a youngster, as an adult, as an athlete, and so on. Right. Oh, my goodness. That's so amazing how you just kind of tied it all together. <laughs> like, look how on fire they are about their faith, and they're bringing uh, their faith to the sports field. And when you think of that, who do you feel is, is your favorite uh, Christian athlete, and what makes them your fave? Well, I don't know if I have a favorite. I, I think that there are some guests that stand out to me because mm. they are very recognizable names. Yeah. So, for instance, you know, I interviewed Lou Holtz, who mm. everybody knew as the coach of Notre Dame for so many years, and then Lou Holtz stayed in the public eye by going mm. on to ESPN and being a college football commentator. Mm. Mario Andretti is someone who is looked upon as pretty much the face of auto racing. I mean, if there's one NASCAR driver that you've ever heard of, mm -hmm. it's Mario Andretti because he was such a legend. And mm -hmm. Mario Andretti, he came on Catholic Sports Radio, and he told me that he was born in Italy, mm -hmm. and at the time that he was a little boy, his family actually lived in a refugee camp oh, for my. a number of years before they moved to America. Okay. So, you know, I think you hear stories like those, and... You know, Lou Holtz and the way that he carried himself with making sure that there was a... Now, granted, of course, Notre Dame is a Catholic institution, but he made sure that there was a faith element in the football team. And here's mm -hmm. Mario Andretti, who everybody thinks of as such an auto racing legend, and he is. But then when you hear that he's Catholic and that his faith means something to him, you know, those really stand out to me. I was also very fortunate to get Mark Wahlberg as a guest. And really? you know, Mark Wahlberg has the movie Father Stew that uh -huh. came out. And for me, honestly, I had to look at that and say, okay, Mark Wahlberg is very, very open about his faith. And if right. you follow him, like I follow him on Instagram, and he's very open about the fact that he's a devout Catholic. So <laughs> I actually had to do the work to figure out, well, what is the sports connection with right. him? And of course, we all know, you know, Mark Wahlberg is so so passionate about fitness i mean he's always on the cover of men's fitness magazines right. and then there was a movie in 2010 called the fighter where he played a boxer uh, uh this movie that he's in right now called father stew right. um, this was about a guy it's a true story it's about a guy who was a boxer uh used an awful lot of profanity was probably right. the last person you'd ever expect to become a priest and mm -hmm. he ended up becoming so i thought okay there's enough sports angles there um, mm -hmm. So that was, you know, that was a lot of fun for me to get an opportunity to interview a Hollywood A-lister. But mm -hmm. at the same time, you know, some of the people that I talked to, they could mm -hmm. be, say, a, a college coach, for example, or uh, an umpire, and, and they tell very powerful stories. There's someone that I interviewed who is a current Major League Baseball umpire, mm -hmm. and, you know, he and I both were getting tears in our eyes as he was talking just because... It doesn't matter if it's someone that you've heard of or not. The fact is they have some real powerful testimony to share. Yeah. So who would you say inspires you the most as an athlete? Because... Uh, one because... Yeah, <laughs> you see that like, you have to think about it a little. Because when I think like Christian athlete, I think about 
uh, Tim Tebow, like, I hope I'm saying yeah. his name right. He's like one of Tebow. Yes, I, I kind of said it right there. Um, well, he's like one of the first athletes that made it, I guess, okay or uh, popular to bring your faith on the field. And he kind of lived that whole thing out. He walked it out on the field uh, in football. So even though I don't follow uh, sports a whole lot, like that was very inspiring. Like people in the world got to see, you know, what it is to really be a Christ follower, even as an athlete, and that it was okay. Like it wasn't cringe, it wasn't corny. It's actually pretty cool. So, uh, who is someone that you feel like inspires you personally in that way? Well, you know, I look at a lot of athletes and uh-huh. I see what they do on the ice if they're a hockey player, on the field if they're say you know a football or a baseball player, on, yeah. on the court if they're a basketball player, and. I think that because of the way society is, we just mm-hmm. automatically judge them either on how good of a player are they, right. or a lot of people will knock an athlete because of how much money they make. Mm-hmm. So I think the players that really kind of make an impression on me yes. are the ones that, like you're saying about Tim Tebow, as yes. soon as I find out that a certain athlete is a real devout Christian all of a sudden I feel like I have a closer connection with them. Like Steph Curry of the Golden State Warriors. Yes. You know, yes, he's a tremendous basketball player. He's yes. a tremendous basketball player. Mm-hmm. And I like watching him play basketball. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I found out that he's a very devout Christian. And so now mm-hmm. I feel almost a little bit more connected to Steph Curry. When the uh, pandemic was going on, yes. he and his wife were going live on Instagram mm-hmm. and they were having conversations with Christian artists. Mm-hmm. They were I'm talking about Christian music artists. They were getting online live on Instagram just to basically lift up their faith and lift up other people who were watching because they knew that the whole world was shut down. Right. And so, you know, I really think of Steph Curry even more with a, with a higher opinion than I used to because before, like I said, all I looked at him as is this is a really good basketball player. He's one mm. of the top players in the NBA. And now mm. I look at him entirely differently because I think, yes, he is still a great basketball player, but my mm. gosh, he's also a really good Christian. Yeah, and I think it's just just knowing that they also make God the center of their lives. That's just something that's really heartwarming and touching. And it's like, okay, there's other people too that's kind of on board with what I'm doing and my faith. So how did you uh, get to that place where you felt like you knew Jesus personally, like for yourself as your Lord and Savior? Well, you know, there's been several instances. I mean, just mm-hmm. the fact that I was born into the Catholic faith, you right. know, baptized as a little baby, my parents made sure that, you know, my myself and my brother and sister that we were raised, yeah. that there was no question about going to church every Sunday. There was no question that as a Catholic, we were going to receive all the sacraments. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I went to Catholic school from kindergarten through eighth grade. Mm-hmm. And then after that, if you fast forward ahead to my adult life, mm-hmm. there was a moment in 2004 that I can picture it in my head as I tell you this, where I was working in the Olympic movement. And one of the girls who was playing for the Greek Olympic softball team was sitting in my office Yeah, and 
all she wanted to do was talk about her faith. And for some reason, it was almost like I had this reversion right there where I kind of rededicated myself to my faith just because of how powerful that moment was. Because again, you sit across the desk from an Olympic athlete and you Mm -hmm. assume that I guess we're just going to do nothing but talk about sports or her sport. And the fact that she and I had such a strong bond in that moment because we were talking about our faith just mm-hmm. really, really changed the game for me. Uh, and, and then, you know, um, really getting the calling to, to do Catholic Sports Radio, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, that in itself was, was a huge, huge moment where I knew, I knew that it was God calling me to do it. It wasn't just me on a whim saying, I'm going to do this. This seems like it might be a good idea. Mm-hmm. I was literally in a boat on the Amazon River in Brazil. I was on a business trip. Right. And on that boat the lord gave gave me three messages which you know we know that in the bible everything always seems to come in threes right and so the first message was look all around you and what do you see and i mm-hmm. thought oh water right. you know because there's so many stories in the bible that all have to do with water yeah. uh, and the second message that i got was what is your favorite story in the Bible, Bruce? And I thought, well, that's easy. It's the one where the apostles are in the boat and Jesus is asleep and the water's getting in. And so they start panicking and they wake him up. He gets them back to shore. And then he looks and says, guys, didn't you have faith? Yes. And so in that moment, like I already knew that I was going to give up my job, which I had been 10 and a half years working in the Olympic movement. And mind you, this is a job that I traveled to 17 countries around the world, some of them mm-hmm. more than once in, in 10 and a half years. Yeah. And yet I was ready to walk away from that to go, quote unquote, work for the Lord. And mm-hmm. so the third message that I got was throw down your nets. Let's go be fishers of men. Yeah. And I thought that's what I'm about to do. I'm about to throw down my net, which is this job of 10 and a half years that has provided a paycheck, that has provided benefits, that's provided the opportunity to travel internationally. And I'm about to go be a fisher of men and try to bring more people to Jesus by doing what we we know today as Catholic Sports Radio. Oh, that is such a beautiful testimony. And thank you so much for for, uh, sharing that and showing us and demonstrating uh, what it means to be a true disciple of Jesus Christ. Because we think like... That it has to be like this big, you know, showmanship. And it doesn't have to be like that. It could just be as simple as being in a boat and deciding to start a podcast. And something, yeah, yeah, that you took an action and you've activated your faith life by partnering with God. And now you're just receiving that abundance, which is so odd because that's what we're talking about in our soul care series about uh, being silent and hearing what God has to say through his spirit and going out there and proclaiming our faith uh, to everyone you know making disciples of all that we come across there's two things things you just said there that that are they speak to me so much you know one of them is listening you know listening for his voice because I think we're so busy talking to him and and not even so much always asking God for things, but we're so busy talking to him. You have to listen. But when you listen, you have Mm -hmm. to open your heart and you have to be prepared to receive the Holy Spirit and receive 
whatever God has for you. And then the other thing that you said is being bold, you know, and and stepping out there with your faith and not Mm -hmm. hiding your light under a bushel. And I, and I get it, you know, I know that's not for everybody. And I know there are other ways you could still be in service to the Lord without being bold and (laughs) doing a podcast and things of that nature. Uh, But at the same time, you know, I, I think really that we're in a time when more people need to step out and be bold uh, instead of just kind of cowering back in the corner and saying someone else will do it. <laughs> That's so me. I'm like every day it's so uncomfortable for me to do these kind of things uh, and broadcasting and faith-based filming and um, just talking and connecting with all these different personalities. And like my comfort zone is sitting you know, in a cubicle and just hunched over. <laughs> and it's that's just like my guilty confession. I have confessed to you, uh, Mr. Bruce. So, yeah, I, I love how you said just being bold and just going out. Yeah, look at what I'm doing. And it's terrifying because this is not my forte. <laughs> I don't have training to be a podcaster. And, you know, I'm just learning that God doesn't call qualified people. He qualifies those that he calls. And he'll just tell you how to do that, to go out there and be fishers of men, as it says in Matthew 4.18. So, yeah. And I just love that you're running the race. And, you know, the most important thing is not to get a, a trophy uh, but to get the crown of life at the end. Amen. Amen and amen. That's First uh, Corinthians nine twenty four to twenty seven, and uh, I just I guess we've come to the end of our show. I had a couple more stuff I want to say, but I'm just so um, so excited. Like I just can't believe this conversation is just right on time. So um, usually at the end of this, what as we wrap up, we just uh, share some encouraging words. And um, do you have any last words of encouragement you want to tell our listeners out there? Well, I want to echo what you just said. You know, Uh that God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called. Uh Um, And so, you know, I want to encourage people to, as I said before, to listen for him Uh and to be open to whatever God might have for them and to know that when you answer that call, he never abandons you. And so once he calls you to something, he's going to stick right with you through it, just like he is in the tough times, in the good times, and everything in between. And and I can sit here and tell you firsthand, as someone that has done Catholic Sports Radio every week for more than three years, that he has filled my ministry abundantly. And so I know that if he calls anyone that's listening to you and I talk, he's mm-hmm. going to pour into them as much as they're pouring into him. Yeah, so how can anyone get in touch with you if they want to follow up? Well, I always encourage people to visit catholicsportsradio.net. Mm-hmm. And, of course, there is a contact section in there if they want to contact me or there's social media icons there so that they can engage through Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. And, obviously, you can listen to Catholic Sports Radio through catholicsportsradio.net, but you can also just search almost anywhere you listen to podcasts for Catholic Sports Radio. Okay, awesome. I'm so happy to have you on. Thanks for being such a guest. And just as a side note, what do you prefer, coffee or tea? Tea, very much. Tea? tea. Okay. Do you have a favorite type of tea? Chai. Chai tea, okay. (laughs) Well, I think we have somebody else do chai tea. But that's okay, that's okay. 
We're just sipping all the tea today. All right. Well, thank you so much for stopping by. And as we always say on this show, this is Call Me Coffee saying bye with Mr. Bruce. Bye. Thank you so much. God bless you. Same to you, sir. Bye.